Welcome to Tech Driven Business brought to you by Innovative Solution Partners. In this episode, I welcome Dawn Solomon of Hayworth. Listen in as she talks about her real life experiences of SAP Business Planning and Consolidation, the BPC module. Specifically, how SAP is making it easier for clients, lessons she has learned during her journey, and more importantly, what you need to do to be successful with your implementation. Hello, Dawn. Welcome to Tech Driven Business. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Um, so let's jump into our session. Uh, today, we will be talking about the whole idea of you know how you go about implementing and managing PPC projects. How does it sound? Well, sounds like a big project. It is a big project, <laughs> but not for you. You've been doing this for long enough, so let me let me get into the discussion. So, uh, as I know, your background in SAP spans many many years, and I, I'm sure you've seen a lot. Um, what are some of the benefits and challenges working with SAP BPC? Um, well, I think some of the benefits are that you can do it as a functional um, versus developer, ABAP developer person, and most everything can be done, you know, within the BW system itself. Um, I think as long as you have it set up the way that you know, you're going to want it across, um, say, all of your entities. I think that it's really, it can be really powerful. And you can get a lot of consolidated reporting, which is, you know, really what you want to do. Um, we've got it set up, you know, to where you can do management reporting or you can do uh, legal reporting. And you just have to make sure that you have all those requirements, you know. Um, and it's, you know, when you're looking at a global implementation, it's important to capture as much as what you can from the global entities at one time. I know it sounds like a lot, but it's probably the best way to do it so that you can set it up, say, right the first time so that you don't have to circle back. You know, some of the challenges, I mean, we the, the functionality within BPC is easy to maneuver, I guess. There's not a lot of configuration with it. Like I said, most of it is the BW system that's really kind of housing a lot of the stuff and then, you know, being with using it with the analysis for office tool. Um, we're also using it with Power BI and we're finding some of the challenges with doing that, right? Um, some of the challenges kind of entail keeping all of them in sync, right? You've got to keep the office analysis tool up to date. You have to make sure that that's going to work if you're going to upgrade your, your BPC system. And I think that's kind of part of it, using that EPM add-in tool. Um, and then, but I think once you get it set up the way that you want it, it's it's very powerful, you know, and uh, you can create some nice dashboards and stuff like that if, you know, if you know the right way to use it. Yeah, absolutely. I think the one of the challenges that kind of stuck out for me, you know, is one um, when you talked about, the integration piece, right, with uh, other tools uh, like the the front end, like analysis office, or even with Power BI. So, I mean, uh, do you have any, any examples of what were some of the challenges that you faced with maybe Power BI uh, as far as reporting goes? Is that what the purpose was? Or purpose was, or more like uh, dashboarding out of Power BI? Um, 
Um, yeah, the dashboarding, um, and I think, you know, some of the common reporting that you're going to do weekly was intended to come out of Power BI, whereas like all of your legal reporting and that is all coming out of the EPM tool. Um, you know, it's kind of convenient because corporate accounting can really manage that VPC system then. They can manage, you know, the journal entries and all of that kind of stuff. And um, it's very traceable within there and they kind of keep it that legal side of it, you know, kind of separated and um, they've kind of opened up that management reporting side. So the, I think the biggest challenge with Power BI is that you can't secure it like you can in EPM, right? In EPM, because it's integrated, it's using your roles and your backend roles um, within VPC uh, for security, whereas in Power BI, we haven't learned how to do that at this point, right? So that's one of the things that we're working on is how can we, you know, better secure it. So say if I'm, you know, working in North America, I'm looking at North American numbers and I don't need to worry about excluding, you know, say some of our other divisions, you know, in Europe or Asia PAC or whatever. Um, so I think that's one of the, the bigger challenges with Power BI and then also the fear of, you know, it's <laughs> being used by finance members and, Finance loves spreadsheets and they can sometimes have a lot of tabs within one set of, you know, a query and it can be a very big challenge for the uh, database to handle that, right? <laughs> so it can be a big weight if it's trying to pull too much data. So you kind of have to learn how to restrict that. Sometimes, you know, when you do it through security, it's almost easier because you're not pulling back all of that data and there's no chance of it. Um, but when you're doing using a you know a tool like Power BI, you have to really know what you're looking for. Yep. Um, you know, and uh, I think like when you're using the EPM tool, it's more almost more descriptive. You're kind of looking at it, and I you know when you look at like some of the translations, you're like, well, what is this? And you can kind of clearly see that it's an entity, and then they'll put a numeric value behind it. But that's not what's in the reports, right? The reports is the description that goes with that. So the look and feel is much nicer um, than what we've had in the past. But I do think it's, it's challenging keeping up too with some of the Office upgrades, right? So if Microsoft Office doesn't update in either Power BI or in Excel by itself, it can affect that EPM add-in. Um, it can affect Power BI and how it works and how it retrieves. You can, sometimes you have to check a, a different box, you know, um, but we have been really getting into some of the security really deep. And we've been learning, you know, like a lot about how we can do that within VPC and within EPM. Mm -hmm. And that has been uh, a big learning experience. And we've started to learn how to create like process chains and be able to run them under like an admin ID so that you don't have to give somebody the full admin role in order to just run like one process, say eliminations or something like that. Um, we've learned how the tasks work. We've learned how the data access profiles work and all of that and how they work together. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to, instead of it being so custom like it is right now, I mean, you could be all in the same group, but have completely different accesses depending on what somebody, whoever was giving it to them gave them, right? Because there's so mm -hmm. many different op options. Um, we're trying to streamline that and kind of do it by a team. And so we've kind of learned how to do the teams and, create, you know, composite roles and all that stuff. And, and we're doing all that testing now through EPM. And um, it, it's, it works out really nice. That's why, 
kind of the drawback of RBI is you have to, you don't have that really to test with because it doesn't use the same security. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I think, and those are the common, yeah, those are the common challenges we see, like especially when you're integrating, you know, um, your data with Power BI, performance and, and security are the two major concerns. And uh, in, even in my experience, I've seen uh, a lot of customers have to come up with a whole new security strategy when you're working with Power BI. This kind of leads me into my next question. So you you mentioned, it did mention a lot of different challenges. Um, uh, what are the, some of the lessons learned uh, when you have gone through these challenges during your implementation? Anything that sticks out to you? Um, yeah, I think the biggest thing for me is if you're going to implement a system and you're you're going to have a you know a partner work with you, I think it's important that that partner has implemented that version. Um, BPC has such big differences between 10 and 11 that I think it warrants somebody that's got knowledge in either both or at least 11, if that's what you're implementing. If you're implementing 10, you're great implementing with a partner that's implemented 10. Um, but if, if you're going to implement with a partner, I, I would highly recommend making sure that they understand the system because you know, if, if not, you could end up having to do a whole kind of overhaul like what we had to do. Um, Absolutely. And, you know, at this point, we've kind of, we've stabilized, we're, we're keeping up with patching and upgrades and stuff like that. But, you know, lesson learned, get in there, get as, as a COE, we should have gotten in there with the business members and we should have helped you know, to understand some of the challenges that we ended up dealing with, right? Like, um, yeah. how do the MDX parameters work? How should a model be transported? Um, how important is that, you know, GUID? Uh, nobody understands things like that. They don't understand how important it is to know how different it might function in that next level, right? Yeah, because, absolutely. absolutely. You know, yeah, I think yeah, I think one, one thing I'll add, and this is a good good uh, segue to my next question also, is, you know, the, the example you gave, you know, how to keep the business with you in the, during the implementation, which is, a, which is a great advice. Uh, but talking about this and then uh, looking from a different angle, you know, uh, on, on a personal level, uh, what do you consider your biggest accomplishment, um, either personally or professionally? I, I just like to hear because you, you, you've seen enough. So... What's your take on that? My biggest accomplishment, I probably feel like was um, personally was probably implementing our Europe finance sector. Um, I probably learned more about European taxes, Portugal, you know, Spain, all of this. It's different. It's really interesting, but it's really interesting how SAP totally customized their system for these things. And they definitely got it down to the country level and it made it a lot easier, but it also was like a huge learning experience for me, you know, um, going and implementing in the different areas, different countries and trying to learn their laws, right? So when we did in the same thing with Asia Pack, it was a huge accomplishment to get them on to SAP um, and then bring them. And, and it was like huge for the, the users to be able to access the data, 
because they used to have to go to a third party and request it. Yeah. So it was just a lot, you know, those, those accomplishments, you know, are probably the, some of my bigger implementation accomplishments. Um, probably just my general knowledge of, of how much I've learned over 20 years and how it's evolved and how SAP has evolved. Um, how even BW has evolved and looking at, you know, what they're doing with BPC and now they're looking at CFIN. You know, my ultimate goal is to become an architect uh, at Hayworth. I would love to be, a, you know, a finance systems architect would be perfect if they had the job opening, if they actually open that up. But that's why I said, you know, keep the business alongside. But the business in our case took the reins and then left us behind and that was probably where the partnership should have been, right? Because you need both. And as much as, you know, even SAP will say, you know, functionally, you can do all this yourself. You don't need to have a, you know, um, an information systems team, right? You don't need a COE to help you. Um, I think the background experience of history and seeing history repeat itself dur during implementations is a huge thing. Like I said, the requirements gathering. I mean, we just implemented where we did success, success factors, employee central. We're looking at ADP payroll right now and, you know, integration with success factors and all of that using the APIs. This is all new and completely different than what they had before, you know? So it's always a learning adventure. Every time you embark on another implementation, it's, it's always new. Yeah, so, let, so you you mentioned a couple of things. One is one is partnership, right? And talking about partnership, you know, we we both of us we have volunteered together for years at ASA America's SAP User Group, right? What value do you see that it brings to customers such as yourself? Yeah, I'm of course I'm a huge advocate of ASA at Hayworth, but. I also am, you know, if I, if anybody that I had talked to that runs SAP, if they're members of ASA, I definitely am a big proponent, but I've even encouraged our business members to log in and, you know, follow the groups and see what's happening in other areas because there's a lot of lessons learned podcasts and, and webcasts and things like that that are available. And if you attend, you get the recording, you know, so even if you couldn't fully play, pay attention to it, um, hopefully, you know, you get a chance to at least register for it and attend at least some of it so that you can get a copy you know, or recording of it. Um, I think that's really helpful. A lot of them they offer after the fact as well that you can watch later on. Um, I've actually just even gone through some of the presentations myself um, that are out there because you can't, you can find quite a bit on, on SAP's, you know, help and all that kind of stuff. They have a lot of, of decent documentation, but it doesn't get you to what went well and what didn't. <laughs> yeah, I think that, what, and that's what would you change if you were going to implement this again? You know? Yeah, and, and that's the key point, right? And I think that's the key takeaway, at least from my perspective, being part of this uh, organization and then, you know, interacting with customers and other partners and learning there's so much to 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 get from others' experiences and what they've seen and how we can make it easier for your next implementation, right? Um, and I know we we talked about a lot of different things over this uh, uh, short period of time. Um, based on all that we covered, what is the one takeaway that you would want 
to leave the listeners with today? What would you do one thing? Gosh, the biggest takeaway is probably, you know, learning what those lessons learned are, listening to podcasts like this and trying to get out there to find out, hey, what worked for some people and what didn't, what seemed to be issues. I think the biggest thing for me is, is it's not necessarily, you know, figuring it out what the problem is. It's the analysis to get there, right? So what is that going to take? And I am one that probably gets into a little bit of an analysis paralysis because I tend to get off on my tangents and I'll just start digging, you know, and looking for things, you know, even if it's not my area to cover, <laughs> I still do that. Um, but I think the biggest thing is, you know, don't be afraid to dig in and analyze it and, and don't be afraid to reach out. And if you get an opportunity, like if you happen to be an ASUG member and most people don't even know that they are because anybody that's implemented uh, SAP, I do believe they get like one year of ASUG for free. So that's how we got started in it, you know, to begin with. And it's one of the only ways you're going to find other people in your area that are perhaps going through the same thing. Um, but I, I do think that it's important to, you know, probably the most important thing is partnership. I mentioned it twice. I mentioned it with your partner. If you're going to partner with a consulting uh, group or even just a consultant, you know, just one person, you don't know, it just has to be someone that, you know, has probably been there before that they have a story to tell. Um, and make sure you're partnering with your, your business, your functional business members, because they're the ones that know what they want, but you're the one that's going to help them get what they want. And Absolutely. I think, you know, it being the other way around, it's just too hard for GIS to come in behind, you know, the COE, we're going to come in behind and figure it out afterwards and we're going to do all this analysis. Well, if you can do that up front and then hopefully when you implement, it's not a surprise, Absolutely. you know, Absolutely. And, they, and, that's the key, right? and, yep. that, and that is the key, right? To, to your point, I mean, the having that ability to roll up your sleeves and do the analysis and then having the right partnership to go along with it, I think um, it, it does take a lot of load off your shoulders trying to keep it together and work together in a way that you are making sure that your implementations are, are going successful in the right direction. Yeah. So, I think we are at, a, at, a, at the end of our, our uh, podcast timing. So I would like to wrap it up at this point. Um, I really want to thank you, Don, uh, for sharing all the, the insights that you have learned through the, the process of going through these implementations and then, you know, just being hands-on. So thank you very much. Yeah, no, thank you for the opportunity. Thanks for listening to Tech Driven Business brought to you by Innovative Solution Partners. Dawn shared a lot with us today, but her main key takeaways resonates with all of us. Keep learning. Don't be afraid to analyze and create partnerships both internally and externally. We would love to hear from you. Continue the conversation by connecting with me on LinkedIn or Twitter. Learn more about Innovative Solution Partners and schedule a free consultation by visiting isolutionpartners.com. Never miss a podcast by subscribing to our YouTube channel. Information is in the show notes.